Welcome back to the Poster Podcast, episode 30. We've made it to 30, and this is the last one. <laughs> we're done. We, we've, we're ending at 30. We, we might not make it to the next one. <laughs> we've made it to 30. It's it's over. Now, if you don't know why it's over, well, it's a joke. It's not over, unless it is over. Unless we literally can't leave our houses yeah. next week, which is very much could yeah. happen. So if you don't know what's going on, if you live under a rock, then you're the safest person in the world because you, you, you're, not, you're not prone to anybody. Um, don't clap. I'm not clapping that. Yeah, the the coronavirus is happening, and not not everybody's dying. Everybody's coughing, and it's put a stop to the NBA. So all these past weeks, where I've said I predict there'll be more basketball, I can't say it this week because there's yeah. no more basketball for a minimum of a month. To be fair, I I kind of expected it to happen at some point, but after the game finished, all the stuff with Rudy Gobert happening, um, it kind of happened so fast, like within like a space of like a couple minutes. Yes, well, I settled down at, at 1 a.m. No, no, it's 12 a.m. At 12 a.m. UK time to watch the the big the big fourth seed battle, which was Utah against Oklahoma City Thunder, and I was ready. I was ready for what well, I expected to be a great game of basketball, and what I got, I was I I was playing COD at the time, and I was watching the stream, so waiting for the game to start, and I just saw the the Billy Donovan and whoever's in charge of Utah, the Quinn Snyder. I actually know his name. You I, know, know I know him. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't know him. I didn't know who's the. I know his name. I didn't know. His, yeah, whatever. They, they were talking to the refs, and I was like, "This." Is, I, I thought my stream had like gone forward, then looped back, mm. and I was like, "Why are they? Why are they talking for ages?" And I put the sound on, and they were like, "We're having a delay the game here." I don't know what's going on. I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe." Uh, well, I, I don't know what's going. on. Uh, that's a bit weird. And then, then they said that they're waiting for the. NBA to give them the like the all clear to play the game so they all went back into the, the, the locker room and then about 10-15 minutes later they said the game's being postponed and then half hour later Adam Silver called off the league yeah so this corona thing is a big problem uh, no affiliation to the beer corona got nothing to do with them so yeah let's let's leave that there um, let's not put their numbers down because people are scared. It's nothing to do with them, guys. Just, all right? Cool. I've got that covered because we don't want any slander to that company because not like I drink Corona. No, I've or, never tried it. Uh, it's it's not bad. It's it's an easy drink, but yeah, they're not killing people. So you're still safe to drink it. But it's, it's, it's starting to become a problem and they've, well, obviously, it's um, killing people around yeah, the world. Yeah, I feel like people were like dismissing it at the start and now... Uh, because I follow mainly American people on Twitter, um, so I was up till four o'clock in the morning because I couldn't get off Twitter because I don't know why. It was kind of funny seeing like all like <laughs> it, it was like just the the pure panic with the yeah. Americans where they they, they didn't realise how bad it was. But now the fact the NBA is being cancelled, Tom Hanks got it. Yeah. So I think um, now it's finally clicked with them that yeah, well, this is Tom a serious thing. And his wife and his wife, yeah, Mar- Maria. What's her name? I don't know. Don't remember her name. One minute. Tom and his wife. Rita, I was close. Rita. No, I don't think it's Rita. Okay. She's been about, but I don't think. <laughs> no, I think Tom, uh, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, it was funny because the US and the UK, they're the two countries that are not taking this very seriously. They're kind of yeah. like, meh, ill pass, and then. No, it won't. <laughs> and then and then the US are kind of be like, okay, let's let's ban the flights. The flights of every inbound outbound flight in America stopped, apart from the the. Um, 
flights, stopped all the flights from Europe except the UK. And it's still us in the UK. This might be the last episode because we're doing nothing. Yeah, we're just sitting around. We're like sitting ducks. Yeah. We're just waiting for, for it to happen. So cheers, Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, so this, this might be the last episode if... Um, for a if, long time. Yeah, if if the UK isolate themselves because we've, we've, we're planning to close the schools. Um it should happen soon, but yeah. I bet they will wait another week. I don't mind two weeks of isolation because I don't. I don't really like leaving the well, house. It's gonna anyway. be no difference for us. I'll be sat in this chair playing playing card two K, having, yeah. having a good time to be honest. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm welcome in the isolation. Bring kind it on. Hoping it happens sooner rather than later. But yeah, a lot of sporting events uh, have fallen. So what should Adam Silver and the guys in charge? What what should they do? Well, it's weird now because. Obviously, they said at least a month is going to be... Well, the NBA is going to be on hold for at least a month. Um, so there's a couple of options. They could, after this month is over, if it's, still, if it's safe to play, they could continue the rest of the games and then play the playoffs. But that would go deep into the off-season. They'd mess around with the draft, free agency, summer league, um, and players won't have their necessary time off. Um, so I don't think that will work. Um, they could finish with the current standings now and just start the playoffs whenever they feel ready. Or my favourite one is once it's deemed safe, play the rest of the 82 games, but only the top four teams make the playoffs. So you, you would just abandon the first round and go straight to the conference semifinals. Or they can just simulate the rest of the year. Just go, go on 2K, get all the rosters on 2 and no, just, that would be just press <laughs> sim season and then luck of the draw at that point, isn't it? Whoever wins it wins jokes. it. Imagine like Houston win it, and they're like, "Yeah," and it's like, "This isn't fair." <laughs> of course they do, because Harden's efficient on on two K. He's not efficient, really. Yeah, that's not my Harden. Yeah, I like the idea of playing uh, playing the four games, then having the. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of the the top four just going through. I also like the um, idea of just leave it, stopping the season now and going mm. straight to the playoffs when they're ready. But it's going to really annoy me looking through the record books where you see like all the yeah. players, 82 games, 82 games, 82 games, and now this season's going to be like 60-odd or like 55 or however many there is. Yeah, it's annoying for the for the old the old books. Yeah. But again, now, it'll be a part of history because I don't think the NBA has ever stopped like this. Um, obviously, uh, what's it called? I don't know. Uh, not in your head the NBA lockout that's the only time where they stop so the fact that they stop because of a virus is very like new and it's not happened before um, yeah. so and it might never start again unique. if we all die I mean let's look on the positive side of things it's like, very unlikely that we'd all die unless, unless the virus I mean I was grows. on Plague Inc yesterday and I eliminated all life on earth so oh, nice. it could happen yeah. yeah so cheers Rudy Gobert Ruin. why did you touch why did you mics? touch the mics for Rudy like yeah? why yeah and then we will say it probably wasn't because he touched the mics because the the symptoms take five days to to show. I mean, we never know. And we're not scientists. Yeah, we're not scientists, but so. allegedly the symptoms take five days to show. And he touched the mics yesterday, or two days ago, and he got he got diagnosed as positive but yesterday. So it's unlikely it was because of the mics, but it's just a very funny coincidence. Everything develops so quickly though, because I I think it was yesterday morning for us, or like maybe two days ago, that San Francisco they said. No more gatherings of people over one thousand. So the Warriors had to ban all fans from the stadium. Don't get any fans anyway. So that, that the league then was gonna just ban fans and still play the games. And obviously, Rudy had to go and mess that up. Um, yeah. Very quickly, like <laughs> we're not blaming Rudy, but we're blaming Rudy. Yeah, um, we are blaming Rudy. Okay, we're blaming Rudy. <laughs> but then again, I wonder where you got her from. 
Because obviously he hasn't, <laughs> Moody, yeah. he, he hasn't been abroad. Yeah. He's been in the NBA, so he caught it from but somewhere. Look, look, um, like we were look, we were looking at the the map. There's quite a lot of cases in New York. They've they've played Boston. They've played the Knicks. Like they've travelled yeah. a lot. They've had a, quite a, a few away games recently. So he's been about. Yeah, all all up in the New York area, Massachusetts. There's a lot of cases, so you never know. You could have just caught one. Well, you yeah, obviously and, caught and, one. Yeah, from, yeah, obviously. And obviously, he's in a lot of he's in he's, they've been in a lot of airports recently. So, but yeah, the, the 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 players of Oklahoma City Thunder and Utah are all being checked now because apparently Chris Paul ran over to the Utah bench to yeah. see what's going on, and they all quickly shooed him away. Which I hope Chris Paul doesn't get it. Now with Moutier, <laughs> there was a a report came out that said he got it, but the guy his isn't Woj or Shams, so I don't want to believe mm-hmm. it. So like, you don't want do you like Moutier that much? You just don't want to believe it. I mean, I don't particularly want anyone to get coronavirus, but. I'm waiting until someone like reputable yeah. comes and says it. So yeah, right, I, but like things are spreading. Like yesterday, whilst you were asleep, a fake report came out saying a bunch of players. How did you know I was asleep? Because it was like three o'clock in the morning. I was asleep. Yeah, yeah. Right. it was a fake report came out just trying to get some sort of clout, and it worked. Nice. So like now, now more than ever, like all the fake reports are gonna come out saying like LeBron got it. What did or, the like, fake report say? It was something about players getting transported to a hospital that didn't even exist oh. and had like 10,000 likes nice yeah people yeah yeah it's the best time to do stuff like that but it isn't it isn't it's a good helpful. thing it's not a good thing to do because yeah like there's no positives of doing that like you're not going to gain an audience through no. spreading lies and like, you're abuse. just going to get one banging tweet and yeah. that means nothing <laughs> Are you gonna put it on your resume? Or? Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think they accept that. Like, no. oh, I, 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 I lied on Twitter. I lied on Twitter. I was like, hmm, yeah, join the queue. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm in the queue. Well, <laughs> I barely tweet anything. You were. <laughs> oh. Transfers. No, oh, yeah, no, actually, yeah, <laughs> I was in the queue, but I got out of the queue. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, actually. Well, so there actually has been a week of basketball that's happened. We won't get another month of basketball, so I don't know if the podcast will continue. Like I said, we might be in isolation, or we'll think about something to talk about next week. If, if it's safe enough if to we're, travel, if we're safe to travel, it could happen. We'll have another episode. But if I gotta catch a train to get down here, yeah. and I don't just t- wear. I'll give you a mask if you want one. I've got a mask. <laughs> I, I can give you one. But if after this one, our next one could be in October. Yeah, or whenever the draft happens, or whenever the yeah, whenever something happens. Yeah, <laughs> but there has been a week of basketball. I won't. I end this podcast by saying I predict another week of basketball because that would be incorrect. That would be a big prediction. If no, you that, got right yeah, that'd be quite the prediction. <clears throat> but so the week has the there has been a week, and what has happened in that week, Owen? I mean, it's been another iffy week for you. Well, we, we played three bad teams and we lost one, <laughs> and we won two. So started with Sacramento, uh, beat him one twenty five to one hundred eight. Toby um, showed up again. Shock. Uh, Shake also showed up. That's not shock. Um, not at the moment. Yeah, so we handled that. Oh, sorry, you've got Raul Neto showed up ah, with, okay. with a big 16 points. Yeah, um, sure, okay, Neto showed up. He decided, oh, let's show up. Um, So we handled business there. So we went into Golden State full of confidence, saying, oh, this is a bad nice team. Nice easy win. Curry didn't play because of flu. Draymond Green didn't play. Curry, so we, Curry doesn't have coronavirus, <laughs> just had flu, missed two games because yeah, of flu. So we thought, that, oh, this would be an easy game. So we went in throughout the whole game, and then <sighs> something happened. We lost. But yeah, yeah we lost by four. Al almost had a triple-double, so, that, I mean, that was good. Um, and then against the Pistons yesterday, 
our last game for what could be um, for many months. Um, we won, so we we left on a winning note. Uh, Bede was back. Embiid was back, 30 points, 40 rebounds. Uh, Al Horford dropped 20 and 10 and six assists, which they came up with a very uh, surprising stat. This is the first time since March 2013 that Horford dropped 20 and 10 in back-to-back games. Wow, what a player. I was so shocked. It's about time to hit some good form. It's just our luck. They finally figured out how to play together and then the season's over. And if we did do that rule where only the top four seeds make the playoffs... You're not in the playoffs. We're not in the playoffs. Ah, if if they didn't play, if we played the game against Utah and beat them, we'd be level with Utah. We would be in the playoffs as well. They've ruined it. (laughs) We'd have to play the Lakers, but but yeah, yeah. So there's another interesting. You know, you haven't had a good week since the first week of the season when you were when five five and zero. Yeah, you've literally just been okay. We've lost the rubbish teams again. Yeah. It's been, it's, been, it's been difficult, but Embiid's back and gone again because we're not playing for another month. It's hard to talk about like the future because yeah. there's no future well, or if, it's uncertain. If um the season is suspe- suspended for like another month or two and we do go into playoffs for the full eight, se- eight teams, Ben Simmons ben will be Simmons, back. He's re-evaluated in three more weeks. Did you see um if uh, it's suspended into like, the summer, like July, August, and the playoffs start, I think it's the Raptors who got Brooklyn in the first round. So they're thinking, oh, we got an easy first round game. But if they play in August, oh, KD and Kyrie back. will <laughs> both oh, be imagine. back. Imagine, imagine the Nets just win the playoffs oh, because be KD's back. That would be so funny. That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> they're like, oh, imagine, they win it. What about to be, oh, Golden State didn't make it. I mean, to be, Golden yeah. State would have Clay back as well. I mean, wow. That's funny, though. Golden State went from the first, well, from a team made the finals to this season being the only team to get eliminated from the playoffs. They were the only team out of contention. Yeah. Well, they um, that five years in a row made the playoffs, and now they the, the, got the worst seed in the, yeah, the, the worst record in the league. The only team in the league to not make, to have no chance of making the playoffs. Uh, I mean, that's what happens when your whole team gets injured. Mm. Well, yeah, it's been a good week for OKC, apart from the the whole Utah situation where we um, we're unsure if any OKC players have contracted the virus. Well, hopefully they haven't. Let's hope CP3 didn't get close enough to that bench. Mm. Um, Utah coming in and infecting our Chesapeake arena. <laughs> I missed the word there. But, yeah, we beat the Knicks. I watched the first half. I went into the next game thinking, we'll probably just win this by two like we usually do We against the small teams. We give them a chance and we batter them in the fourth quarter. We just give them the, give them the old beatdown, the old OKC fourth quarter beatdown. I mean, no, we just battered them in the game generally. CP3, 21 points. Gallo had 22. SGA with 18. Dennis Schroeder, 16 off the bench. Just a just a typical OKC performance this season. All the boys played good basketball. And I went to bed at halftime because I knew it'd be an easy win. And then the early game on Sunday, I think it was, Boston Celtics. And a game where I thought would be a very high-scoring game. And I was wrong because it was a very low-scoring game. <laughs> now that is what you call analysis of a basketball <laughs> game but an incredible game um, I mean you watched it as well didn't you I also watched it um, I mean it was the, the the typical fourth quarter battering from OKC again I don't have the stats how many scored in the fourth quarter See, uh, Chris Paul's defence on Jason Tatum right at the end of the game was crazy yeah when you well, for a little guy when yeah when you're looking at the matchup when they put it out and like because uh, Celtic had the inbound, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder who's going to take Tatum." Because obviously they're going to give the ball to Tatum. Mm. And I saw CP3 on him. I was like, "What are we doing? What? He's just going to 
fadeaway over CP3. He was like, he's like a foot taller than. We only won the. It, it was the. It was the third quarter that won us the game. Um, we outscored them thirty-one to twenty-one in the third, and then twenty-two to twenty in the fourth. But the Dennis Schroeder had a. I had a good game, twenty-seven points. But in the fourth quarter, it was like he like he, t- he turned the ball over once. He like gave away like a needless foul. Like there was like, it seemed like the fourth quarter dominance was fading in that game. But then he made the amazing steal on Kemba Incredible Walker. Play. I thought when I first saw it, it could have been a foul because it looked like he just pummeled into Kemba Walker. But no, when you look at the replay, excellent double team from CP3 and Dennis Schroeder. He got the ball and made the layup. And then, like you said, the CP3 defense. And a, a game where we played without SGA. I didn't I didn't think we'd win when I saw SGA one playing because we started with with um, Terrence Ferguson came into the team with Dort so that just he's not the same offensive player that he was last season so you're looking at that thinking oh god where's the points going to come from at CP3 obviously and I mean it was a really good game to watch I enjoyed it and then we didn't play Utah because it got postponed (laughs) so so a a good week and we're on a three game win streak and the season's over now so never mind Um, in the fifth seed though up the boys above Houston so there's been a lot of movement in the past week with backroom staff and coaching teams. The the not the Knicks, the Nets have fired Kenny Atkinson. A bit of a strange one. I was so shocked. They, they fired him right off from, the back of two really good performances from Karis Levert. Yeah. And um, then as soon as he sacked, there was rumours of the players wanted him out, and you and you're like thinking, Kyrie wanted him out. There's only a couple of players on that team who has the pull to get a, a coach fired. Only two I can think of, and that's yeah. Kyrie and KD. Yeah, well, there's like yeah, there's quite a lot of players in the league, but they're like the main two. Oh, well, maybe not KD, team. but Kyrie's like oh. one of the main players in the league that you'd think would... Him and LeBron are like the players that you think they would definitely get somebody sacked. Mm. I mean, LeBron would tra- trade the whole team. LeBron has done it in the past. Yeah, LeBron has done a lot. LeBron is the best GM ever. No, he's not far from it. Um, <laughs> where are the Lakers? Um, and what what did what did LeBron do? Trade his entire team for AD. Look at the Cavs. Look at the position they're in now. That's from He's LeBron. It's not there anymore. What, what, left they, what did they do when he was there? Anyway. Win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, King Axon is gone. I think Kyrie did it. <laughs> Kyrie did it. The, the one coach that makes sense is Tyron Lue, who who coached him at the Cavs. And Kyrie, that's who that's who he wants. Yeah, and he's at the Clippers now, I think, as an assistant coach. So I, that that just makes way too much sense. Do you, do you think it'll happen? Um, no, because it makes too much sense. Huh. The Nets aren't smart. <laughs> yeah, true. They probably hire I don't know Mark Jackson. It's the Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> Can you imagine? Bring it back to Van Gundy. Tragic. Be good. And um, the 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 Cavs have hired some bloke. Do you want to talk about this bloke? Well, he was the assistant manager. He's been the interim coach. Oh, so they so just they give him the job. Kept him and give him multi a multi year contract. Oh. So. They've really given up. Yeah, well, look at his head coaching record. 85 wins, 131 losses. Good. With, we're, with we're, good teams as well. Houston that, yeah. and Memphis. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he's he's not very good. He's a good assistant, but as a head coach, he's not quite there. All right, I've, I've fun tanking for the next seven years, Cavs, <laughs> and hope something good happens. I mean, I doubt it, but ha- have fun. I su- I, there's not much fun you can have. Well, well, yeah, it's Cleveland. There's not much fun yeah. there. You've got a point guard that doesn't pass, and an, an another little point guard who can't defend or score. Or yeah, pass or 
And then you got all your big men, Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love, who don't don't even want to be there. Drummond. Drummond. Who, um, yeah. Oh, well, he said he wouldn't sign on if... Not sign on, he's not on the dole. He wouldn't sign a new contract if whoever was the coach before stayed. <laughs> John Beelan. I forgot his name. That's his name. So, yeah, it's... Um, there's not much to say about the Cavs. They're just a very murky rubbish team, and they're gonna have a rubbish few years. Um, so last week we did a whole bit about Houston and looking like the ultra small ball was working. They were winning games. Then we realised hmm, they probably haven't really played anybody of any skill or like a real challenge. And then they played the Knicks, the Hornets, the Clippers, and the Magic, and they've lost four in a row. <laughs> And they've been very ugly losses. Yeah, well, the Knicks game, I mean, losing to the Knicks full stop, that's yes, embarrassing. Yeah. You look at the Hornets game, the Hornets went 20 nil up. A 20 to 0 run in <laughs> the, the first the quarter. Yeah. I mean, it did very quickly go to 30 to 27. Like, Houston brought it back, but then they still got beaten by 20. I just don't understand how that's even possible when you got Harden on your team. Like, surely yeah. he can. Rust didn't play the Hornets game. Yeah. But like surely you can get a foul from somewhere to like yeah. get go to the line. And then the magic, it was forty six seventy one to the magic at halftime. Jesus. And they also got blood. I think that was a twenty point defeat as well. And Harden put up a quadruple double. With turnovers. Ten turnovers. Yeah. Um, excellent game. That's that's rust numbers. He's, was, he's rubbing off on him. I was on the Rockets. Like, whoa. Not like that. <laughs> I was on the Houston subreddit, and their fans are starting to turn on Harden. They're getting fed up. About time. Because apparently in all these games, he's playing with no effort. He doesn't care. Ooh, now you see it, boys. So, it takes you to get another superstar to finally see it. Because CP3 was injured all yeah, the time. It's interesting because they have such a weird roster. It's like the, the, it's like the Sixers, bro. Yeah, it's weird playing basketball with no centres. <laughs> it's like the Sixers, bro. We got all centres in our starting line where they got none. So it's kind of strange. Um, but yeah, at least they tried to well they experimented they, at least they're trying to like find new ways to win it didn't work yeah uh, I mean they're curious when I, I get the NBA's changing now and centres are not what they once used to be but then you look at like some of the games they've played Valanciunas put up like 28 and mm. like 18 rebounds uh, like they're getting out rebounding like every single game they play because Zubats lit them up yeah like you're seeing bang average centres get a lot of points mm. because they can't. The PJ took a six foot five. He, yeah, like he could not defend anybody I in the post. Like their general manager, Daryl Morey, he, he's trying too hard to be to like to be a pioneer, where it's three point ways where you only shoot three point shots. Yeah, it kind of works. But with the Warriors, when they did it, they had the best offense in the league. All the motion, they they led the league in assists. There was no ISO, and they still shot the most three point shots. Where with the Houston, it's just ISO leading to a step back through, which is not efficient. So, yeah, what what they're trying to do, I, I see it, but like, it's too bad. If they wanted to get like good three point shots in that, you don't go no centers. You go a massive center and a massive power forward just to pick up the rebounds That's when they miss it, the three yeah. and dish it. You're out. gonna miss, so you need rebounds. Yeah, um, so they've got this one wrong. <laughs> or if if it's you showing. if you want players who can shoot, trade for a center who can shoot. How about that? Yeah, and just have lots of spacing. Yeah, I just I just don't get why they felt a six foot five center was necessary for them to succeed. Yes, it's not going well. It's not going well. <laughs> and I mean, uh, I mean, why have happened to the NBA? They might not even make the playoffs. Well, they've got all summer to decide what to do now since uh, there've been no more uh, games. 
they can sit sit down and watch all these tapes and see mm. see what what's going wrong. I mean, it's very obvious. It's very obvious, yeah. Talking about another team, who um, well, not a team last season, more than this season, but who just got things wrong. Best to say, Jimmy Jimmy Butler went on JJ Reddick's podcast the other day and had a lot to say about Brett Brown and the Philadelphia team. I bet. Oh, Owen, obviously, being a Philadelphia fan, you had a great time watching this. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, it kind of just made me sad. Like, because I've always been... I've always defended Brett, you know? Um, but seeing Yeah, I've what, seen that a lot less recently. <laughs> seeing what Jimmy had to say is so damning on Brett. Like, as a coach, you're meant to lead by example, right? Like, you're meant to show your players, this is what you're meant to do, and this is how you're going to do it. By what Jimmy says... Now, obviously, this is only one side of the story, so you want to hear both sides. But with what Jimmy said, and JJ, who's always been a good pro, he backed him up. Brett didn't seem like the type of person that sort of... I don't want to say helps, because Brett has made a lot of players better, but when it comes to talking to or getting through to superstar players, Brett hasn't been able to do that at all. Yeah, it was it was the fact that Butler was saying that, that like he didn't know who was in charge, mm. and the, the fact that when he was saying that they were just sat down watching like clips yeah. for ages and nobody was saying anything. Well, so after the trade, they brought him, JJ, Baron, uh, Embiid into the, his office. It was before the Toby trade. Just before the Toby yeah, trade, when they were planning the Toby trade, they were all sitting in the room watching film. And nothing got accomplished. How have you got four super, super well, star players and a coach who's who um, learned under Greg Popovich? How did they have a meeting and got nothing accomplished? I assume they're all sat there and Brett just, goes, Brett just goes, I'm going to play this tape and we'll discuss it. And they're all just there and watching it and everybody's like, then at the end of the tape, he goes, anything got anybody to say? And they're like, no. Well, this is what just leave. Jimmy said when he was there, the only thing he could hear was Brett clicking on his remote to like fast forward <laughs> and, and rewind. And after... Uh, after they finished watching film, it was just silence. Jimmy said, everyone thinks I'm a bleep. So he's just going to sit back and be quiet. Um, so, and then once they finished, Brad said, let's go practice. And Jimmy walked out the room and said to JJ, I mean, why would I ever go back in there? So, yeah, it's, um, and with it's JJ, weird. I always felt he was like an important part of the team. Obviously he was a very important part of the team. And he said, after the game winning shot quite hit, he kind of knew straight away that, look, I'm not their priority, so I'm probably going to have to go somewhere else. Mm. Which is kind of sad because JJ was so like valuable for us and, and he never felt he was valuable by the team. Also, um, Jimmy, he said the, the main reason he wanted to leave is, I think, I don't know who asked him, but someone high up in the team asked him, how controllable are you? <laughs> you don't say that to a person, do you? Like, can, I, I, will we be able to control you? Like, come on. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a mess. You look at like um, obviously the Philly have got like the whole the, the process thing, and everybody's like, oh yeah, it works so well. They've got MB, they got Simmons, like they did so well to go from that ten win season to like making the playoffs regularly now. But if you look at the management, <laughs> it's been very dodgy. It's it's kind of like luck that you've fallen into the like spots that you have rather than excellent management. It was always the plan to get high picks, just to get high, well, high, high, ta- well, talented players. Yeah, that was always the goal. Um, but you didn't have the right people in, Brett, in charge to control those. Brett like, was control, the, to Brett was the right coach to lead us through it because he's going to play a development. But I don't know if he's the right guy to take us to the next step. 
That's why Brett probably should be a coach, and you have a yeah. just like a, and then you have a head coach who. But Jimmy gave a good a example winner. of Eric Spolscher, who is one of the best coaches in the league, of how he tells his players what to do and how to do it. So Duncan Robinson, you know, is is an elite three point shooter. In one practice, he got the ball and dribbled into the mid range. Spolscher yelled at them saying, "Why are you dribbling? <laughs> you just stay outside and shoot threes. That's all you do." But he knows his role. That's all he's going to do. That's all he's done this season. Yeah. And look, he's almost doing, he's almost got to three hundred three pointers this season at a high percentage. So he knows what to do. Whereas you had Glenn Robinson coming up the other day saying, "I have no clue what my role is." Like, come on, like, I I just don't understand why or how players are like that for us. Like, when players leave our team, very rarely do they leave saying, "I had a fantastic time here." <laughs> very rarely. Bit of a coincidence that Jimmy Butler named his current coach mm. when he was saying, "Oh, Brett Brown's not very good," but you know a guy that is the guy that I currently work for. Everyone knows he's a fantastic coach, though. Yeah, it, it, it's just been like. <clears throat> <laughs> you leave somewhere you want happy, and then it was like, but I'm really happy where I am right now. Wink. <laughs> it's like I'm having a great time right now. Don't don't trade me. Don't trade me. <laughs> build around me. Build around me. He's the best coach in the league. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't look great for Philly. We often we, we, I often ask you <clears throat> how you feel about the, what what Philly should do, and you've changed your opinion multiple times. What about right now? What are you saying? What should happen? Well, my whole like plan was to wait until the playoffs to see how we perform obviously that's out the window now if well <laughs> we don't know when the playoffs are going to be played so it's so tough like right now people who say we should fire Brett who do we get to replace him there's no good coaches on the market people are saying Kenny Atkinson if we get Kenny Atkinson as our, our head coach I'm not watching basketball but uh, yeah if we the only realistic option is Kenny Atkinson and if we get him, I'm not watching basketball next year because that's... Like, people are saying Brett should go because he can't coach a team, but all he's got is player development. He's got no understanding of the X's and O's of basketball. Kenny Atkinson is there, but worse. So, don't worry about not watching basketball next season. You don't watch basketball this season either. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, yeah, what do we even do? At this point, I'm... I'm Blow not, not going to trade Embiid. I'm not going to trade Simmons. Rebuild. Yeah, Al, I, it I, depends what we could get for him. Toby, please get him out. I would say change the staff, and if it still doesn't work, then change the players. Yeah, I think that that is the plan at some point, but... <laughs> Just who to get in. Yeah, I, like, if we fired Brett right now, I'd be terrified, because there's not very many good coaches on the market. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation, really. Like, are we okay with being a 51 team every again, knocked out in the second round? Or are you willing to take that risk for a better coach, but knowing you could hire um, the next Fisdale and end up back in the lottery in two years' time? Like The good stuff. Are you going to take that risk? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. There's only one coach, well, two coaches I would happily ha- fire Brett to hire. That's the Bucks coach, which is never going to happen, and Jay Wright, who's at Villanova. Who apparently he said the only NBA team he'd coach is the Sixers. Not Billy Donovan. You no. even want Billy Donovan? No. Good, because he's mine. <laughs> so yeah, there's only had two coaches I'd be I'd be happy. But our ownership are so dumb. So they would fire Brett and hire some scrub. Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. Even worse probably. Well well the best thing for you is basketball never returned then really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll probably come back at some point. But it should delay the inevitable pain that you'll suffer for the next few years. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 
Uh, it doesn't look positive, does it? Like, like you said, there's no good coaches. There's nothing like there's nothing going on that that, that looked positive for you. Do 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 do. Yeah, I got some fun stuff. That's a nice little nice little sing sing song. Uh, what? Uh, I found some stats, and uh, they're they're fun. So I'm gonna talk about some fun stats. So last week, um, I forgot his name. Lonzo's dad, Lavar Ball, um, announced that uh, playoff Lonzo has been activated, and well, this season he is he has shown his improvements. In some aspects, because th- he's shooting 38% from three point, which is a high percentage, than Trey Young, Devin Booker, and Danny Green. To be fair, they, those three players do take tougher shots. Yeah, so obviously Booker and Trey, they're the main guys on their team. They're going to be taking all the shots. But Danny Green, kind of like. He's had a bad season. Yeah, but like as a player, he's kind of like dish out at the corner, mm. swish the three. So it's quite, it's quite nice for Lonzo to be shooting better than. Uh, Danny Green but 3 throw percentage he's shooting 57% better than last year I think yeah but still pretty bad because it's worse than Andre Drummond DeAndre Jordan and Ben Simmons (laughs) which is pretty embarrassing if you've seen any of those guys shoot 3 throws hey Ben's improved he's shooting 70% recently did you see um, Mo Bamba's um, 3 throw the other day no ooh it's embarrassing it's embarrassing but some more stats James Harden is the third player in NBA history to miss 4,000 3 pointers Who's the other two? James Harden Senior and James Harden <laughs> Junior. No, um, probably James Harden. Probably Steph Curry. Is one of them. Yeah, probably. but I just like that stat because I hate James Harden. So that's that's why that's in the list for. But yeah, not surprised. He misses a lot of shots, mm. and I like to every time I see every time Houston play, I see how many points Harden got. Then I scroll to efficiency <laughs> and then laugh because it's always good. Well, th- this stat's a bit dated. So I don't know how I, I assume it's more games, but the Rockets have been outbounded in out rebounded in more than fifteen games straight. So basically since they've gone small ball, they've not out rebounded a team. That's no surprise to be fair. No, because PJ Tucker's six foot five. There was also um funny things I saw on Twitter and Instagram um obviously Harden had his beef with Yanis and he said that it's not hard to be seven foot and run and, and run and dunk. And people were saying that's all West- Russell Westbrook does. He's six foot three and just mm. runs and dunks. I mean, it's literally the same yeah. thing. And everybody praises Westbrook for his amazing athleticism. So why is Giannis different? Mm. It's not. He's just a bit taller. <laughs> a bit? He's almost a four foot. The Clippers are unbeaten when their whole team is healthy. So, I mean, like Kawhi, PG... Um, we know what whole team means. <laughs> Harrell, yeah, basically the whole team. When, everybody's, when, 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 yeah. The, when they're starting five plays, they're unbeaten. Good things happen. Yeah, so, I mean, not a surprise because they're very good and they've got very good players. We expect them to be the first season, obviously, they've had injury worries. But, yeah, that's not a, that's not a surprise, but a fun stat nonetheless. Indiana Pacers are the only team in the league without 23 pointers in a single game. Now that, Really? Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense because they don't really have a three-point shooter. Oladipo is a mid-range guy, well, shoots kind of inefficiently. Sabonis mm. doesn't shoot as many three-pointers as, as he had done before. And... They don't have any other players on their team, so. Who, who, who else? Who, who, who shoots threes for Indiana? McDermott? Exactly. I mean, he played for OKC for a bit. Mm. I know about Miles McDermott. Turner? Exactly. It, really. it's, it's like the same efficiency as Sabonis. It's not that. Mm. 
Yeah. So it's not a shock, but it's a shock to like see, actually see In the today's stat. NBA more than anything. Yeah. That's a shock. Uh, nice little stat for you. The Sixers um, snapped their nine-game losing... Uh, ro- snapped their nine-game road-losing streak in Sacramento. The last time they beat Sacramento away was 2015. Wow. Yeah. That was a 10-win season. <laughs> That's was embarrassing. It? Was it? it might I thought be, 16 was your 10-win season. 15-16. Uh, yeah. Um, Why did you lose to Sacramento all the time? <laughs> Luka Doncic has set the Mavs' record for triple doubles, passing Jason Kidd. He's got 22. Already, wow. Yeah, already. Um, fun stat. Bright future. I mean, mm. yeah. As you'll see if we do an episode next week, if we're still allowed to think, we'll do our top 25 under 25. Obviously, last week we spoke about ESPN's list. We'll do our own list next week, mm. if we're allowed to leave the house. <laughs> Goran Dragic has passed Dwayne Wade for the most threes in Heat history. Uh, he's moving to fifth place on the list with uh, 582 threes. Uh, I'm shocked that he's made that many. Obviously, yeah. he's been there for a while, but. Been there for a couple of years now. D Wade. Mm. Oh, obviously, D Wade's not like a big three point shooter either. He's more of a mid range guy. Yeah. But still, Goran Dragic. Very good. Probably the second best six man point guard in the league. The first being Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who else? I'm not going to say Raul Neto, is it? <laughs> Yeah, and that's pretty much it for my fun stats. Oh, no, i got more. <laughs> LeBron James is averaging 38-10 and 10 on 55% efficiency since the All-Star break. I mean, MVP form. Yeah. Um, the, people are kind of overreacting, saying he's the MVP because he had two good games. Um, he's the MVP because he's 35 and he's running the league. Giannis is the MVP and it's not even close. He closed the gap, to be fair to him. I'm Team LeBron. LeBron closed the gap. I think he'll win it because the NBA love him as well. Yeah, probably. And because Jordan won one at 35. Yeah. So I think they'll give LeBron one at 35. He probably will just give it to him, yeah. Yeah, I hope he does get it. He deserves it. Did you see after one of the games, Kuzma put the crown on his head? Yeah, I saw that. And people were going to the picture of Yanis when he put the crown on his own head and he said, Real good. A king king doesn't crown himself. A king doesn't crown himself. I mean, I didn't say it, (laughs) but I did say it. I agree. The Miami Heat are 7-1 and one when Iguodala plays fewer than 20 minutes and they're 0-5 when he plays 20-plus minutes. I mean, that's that's a shocking stat because... How he's good, old now, so we yeah. can't really sustain that level play through a whole game. But it's just like going back to his days at Golden State and how good of a player he is and then looking at him now when he plays more than 20 minutes, you're going to lose the game. He gets, he's like on like 20, like 59 and the coach is like, get him out, get him out, get him out, get him out. <laughs> Now, a couple of stats, which I'm a, I'm a very big fan of. OKC have won 16 games entering the fourth quarter trailing. Wow. That is... The, wow. we, that's why we call us the fourth quarter thunder. Who's second on the list? Um, Utah and Philly. Yes. Only with eight, though. We have I'm 16. I'm so surprised we have we're 16. <laughs> yeah, but we're streets ahead. Another good one. OKC have won five games this season after trailing by 18-plus points. Now, that's hard. That's that what you call good. heart. Yeah. I I I don't remember who it was against, but I remember watching one of the games and we were down by like twenty five. And we came, I think it was more than that. And we came back and won. Like I said earlier, Duncan Robinson is on pace to be the third player to make three hundred threes this season. I mean, he was on pace, and they cancelled the league. So sad. Trey Young is the fastest player to reach three hundred fifty three pointers made in one hundred forty games, passing Dame Lillard. I mean, very good player. I mean, I don't know what to say about that. 
The Raptors have won 17 straight games when Pascal Siakam scores 25 plus points. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a cool stat. Yeah. When, no, well, it's not really. It's basically saying when their best player plays good, they win. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Except, except uh, it, it, it's a good stat, but then you look at Washington and when Bradley Beal puts up 40, they always lose. <laughs> so it's like, uh. you got to have a good team around you. Yeah. The one to Sabonis is the first Pacers player to, uh, with. Uh, ever to get 50 double-doubles. That's a shock. That's a big shock, Alex. Who have the Pacers had that would have... Well, they've had some like, decent big men in the past. Like Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, that's... Roy Hibbert. Yeah, Roy Hibbert. So surely, I'd have thought David West, like, more, surely more like, someone f- yeah. would have done that by now. Because 50 double-doubles isn't, like, that much. For, like, a good player, for an all-star, that's not a lot. I mean, he is an all-star, being old DeMontis. Yeah, I'm saying, like, yeah. so they've had all-stars in the past... And there's my fun stats. Do, 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 do. Team of the week. Um, this will be the last team of the week for, <laughs> for a long time. We'll do like team of the century <laughs> next week. Now, team of the week. Um, like every week, it's the five best players who've played the best basketball over the past seven days. My starting, well, my first player, first player on the list is Mr. Terry Rozier, a player that we've often... Um, oh, it's on both of our lists, by the way. Yeah. Um, a player that we've often bullied, uh, slated on this show slated, for being yeah. inefficient, greedy, and thinks he's better than he actually is. But next to the list, he's 27 points per game, shooting 61% from three-point. Now, that's something I didn't ever expect to see from Terry Rozier. Well, he's always capable of having a big game every now and again, but... This is a big week. This has been a big week for him, so fair play to him. Again, um, catching heat at the worst time. At the worst time. <laughs> at the worst time. My next player is my man CP3. Let's hope he hasn't got coronavirus because he did approach the Utah bench, but a good week averaging about 25 points per game and, and just two very big games. Basically won us both games against the Knicks and against the Celtics. My, so, my other guard is Norman Powell, the guy who won player of the week in real life. He's putting up Almost 24 points per game, and for a role player, that's massive. He's been massive, but he's been huge for the Raptors this season. Fair play to him. And he's my next player as well. He's my he's my my first forward. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you said it. Great, yeah. great week. He's been brilliant since the All Star break. And um, the what there was a picture. I think it was like Norman Powell has been amazing since he held yeah, yeah. held somebody's child. Yeah. Who, Fred Van Vliet, I think. Yeah, he, he carried Fred Van Vliet's child into the arena and he's just been on form since that. So, <laughs> shout out to Fred Van Vliet's child. My first forward is Terence Ross. Now, he's very a hot and cold player. This week, very hot. Very 23 hot. points per game, 60% from the three-point line. Again, what are we? Inefficiently as well. That's the main thing for me. Um, and on an Orlando team that doesn't have much offense, he's so important to them. I just want to say, he's offense. important for the playoffs. Obviously, there might not be no playoffs now, so yeah. it might all be for nothing, but yeah. he's had a good week. Good luck next year. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, we both got the same power forward, and it's Christian Wood. Now, I watched him last night, and uh, the fact that we had him in our team... And we got rid of him. It kind of sucks. He's such a good player now. It's a very good power forward. I've, I've always been a bit of a fan, and he's got past the bow. He did good last year with the Pelicans, and I don't know yeah. why they didn't bring him back. Um, but yeah, he, this week he averaged twenty-eight points and nine rebounds for a player who was undrafted 
is always overlooked. It's been a, an incredible week for him. Yeah, a couple of 30-point games in there. And, yeah, just getting rebounds and getting points. Great player. Um, keep keep doing it, dog. Keep 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 rolling. Well. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you can't. no chance that. this season, though. Ah, I keep forgetting there's no more basketball. <laughs> My centre is AD. Another, another good week. They've played four games. They've won three, lost one. He's put up 30 points per game. And, yeah, what do you expect? Is AD best centre in the league? Probably, yeah. 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 Uh, my centre is the actual best centre in the league, Aaron Baines. When he wants to be. Yeah. When when DeAndre Ayton doesn't play, for some reason, Baines turns into a superstar. I think he dropped 39 points, didn't he, on eight three-point shots? Uh, he made eight three-point shots, which is just insane. Yeah, who's that against? I can't remember, but I sent you that step-back three he took. The most awkward step-back <laughs> three you could ever watch. But it went in. It went in. I've never so, seen a centre like I said, like Joel Embiid try a step back three. But he's had he had a great start this season when Aiton wasn't there when he was suspended for drugs. Um, I know Aiton is out again <laughs> for, for for taking drugs, not just drugs. He went yeah, dealing. Yeah, but now he's out again. Maybe that's where Dion Waiters got his edibles from. Baines is thriving. So maybe yeah. all it takes for Baines to be good is to Aiton start. to do drugs. Ah, uh, uh, where's you going with that? I was to, to start as the uh, centre. Well, maybe yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, team of the week. <laughs> Players of the week. On real life, you said it was Norman Powell and probably LeBron James. Um, I mean, they give it to him quite regularly. Owen, who did you go for? Uh, mine was Christian Wood. Who's nah? Right, I <laughs> Christian Wood. And for my Western Conference player, I had none in my team of the week, so I chose to... Two one. weeks in a row, you've had no West. West yeah, last last week you didn't put. Nah, I did. Oh, was it the week before? Probably. Yeah, the week before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, week before. But yeah, um, I'll go for CP3 and Norman Powell. And that's that's the the thirtieth and probably the last episode for a very long time. Now <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens if. Like we said, if we're in isolation and can't leave the house, there won't be another episode for a while. If not, and we're freely allowed to leave the house, oh, we'll have an episode next week. Maybe. And, and that might be... Well, we got things to talk about for next week. Uh, what? we got things to talk about for next week. We have things that we could talk about. Yeah. But from future of that is ropes. Yeah. So, um, thanks thanks for watching. I won't plug anything because there won't be one for a while. <laughs> um, stay safe, stay indoors, and wash your hands.